<laughs> Welcome, everybody. It is another episode of the Free Money Podcast. I'm Matt Jones. The last episode we had was a wild thrill ride that uh, sort of made people, well, I think it broke the internet. I think people were so excited about the Dan Dockett story. I think a lot of people uh, played the Who Would You Rather Stoops Ryan Lemon game, um, which, uh, you know, I've been surprised, Drew Franklin, just how much support Ryan Lemon had in that game. Not just from my little group of friends, but I think it's amazing. I think the argument made by one of my friend's wives, which was the Mark Stoops or uh, Ryan Lemon would try harder really was one that swayed a lot of people yeah i was surprised both by the amount of feedback i had random people just approach me and say hey just you know my wife or so and so that's kind of weird when people just come up to you and be like you know just so you know both me and my wife agree marks too oh okay yeah, that's good yeah i got a lot of that but i gotta be honest i don't recall getting one stoops vote i mean it was an overwhelming blowout for ryan lemon from my feedback I just, I, I'm proud of Ryan. I didn't realize Ryan had the raw sex appeal that uh, he apparently has. So I don't know. I, apparently when that shirt comes off, there's a lot of excitement in this state that I didn't know about. I, th I think it's the, everyone feels like they've already seen him naked. So there's not much mystery there. So there's a, there's a, level, of, there's a level of comfort there. They don't think there's going to be any surprises. Yeah. And I like, you know, I think that's good. Well, Jay and Lyndon um did you play that game with family and friends this weekend yeah you know I, I really thought of wearing to the game a stoops or lemon shirt and putting hashtag free money <laughs> podcast and just see yeah. see how many people would have talked to me but um yeah i think i kind of ran into what you just said uh lemon much more support out there yeah well we'll keep playing this over the course of the year, you know, next time we may do, I don't know. Uh, what do you got? Chin or Duffy? I mean, but I don't think anything's going to be better than Stoops or Lemon. It just, it just brings up so many emotions uh, for so many women. And I, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm glad to see. Um, how did we do last week, Jay? I think you guys, I actually led the way. I, was, I think it was nine and seven. I, I think you guys were back in, in the Even Money podcast numbers again. Uh, but, yeah, Matt uh, and I, we were perfect eight and eight. We've been really good at being even. Like I, like all year, our, if you want to just basically invest your money and get nothing back, just to get it, get exactly what you put in back, we are your people. We are the Even Money Podcast. I got to tell you, I was really surprised because if I remember, Jay went against pretty much everything. So I thought one way or another, this would be a landslide. And we still kind of met in the middle. Uh, he, had, he had one extra win, but I'm pretty impressed we were able to get it so even. I still always, when I'm watching the games, feel like I'm winning all of them. And I don't know if like I just convinced myself that I picked things I didn't pick or what, what happens, but I, I usually come on here thinking I'm going to be like, well, I kicked their ass this week. And then it's like, Jay goes, you're eight and eight. And I just wonder if this is like a sneaky thing he's doing. I actually felt the same way. I thought I had crushed it. And, you know, again, we talked about this last week. I mean, I didn't bet all the games we picked, but 
you know, I, in my mind, I only made one big mistake and I, I mean, Missouri is terrible. I mean, yeah, I, I took that. That was one. I thought I picked Tennessee. And then oh, no. you did, you did. Okay. Well then I'm, I think I finished 12 and four. <laughs> you know, I got the chart. They got you credit for Tennessee. Okay. I yeah, thought. My, how about, how about this? Would you like to hear our season uh, totals? No. Well, it's pretty, it's kind of funny. All right. Jay's 51%. I'm 49% and you're 48%. Well, even I money. Mean, all, it's like a game each way, all the three of us. Yeah. I really, I tell you what, on my NFL picks on ESPN, with five minutes left in the fourth quarter across the NFL, I was eight and one. And I was like, I was basically, uh, texting Doug Kazarian and Meyer Metcalf and telling them to eat my feet. And five minutes later, I was five and four. And I'm still very angry about it. I feel like the the uh, the NFL's out to get me. Doug Kazarian is too good at it. I liked going against Dan Orlovsky, who didn't know anything about the NFL. That's who I enjoyed. These gamblers, they know too much. I don't like it. Well, his whole job is just wake up and study. Yeah, but I'm a big believer in you shouldn't study, that like it just should come naturally, and that's clearly not working. So, all right, well, we're ready for this week, Jay, and uh, the baseball playoffs are starting. They got Thursday night football tonight, Lemons Mill Brewery. We're going to have a Walker Bueller watch party at KS Bar I just found out about. So lots going on, but nothing starts a weekend like Jay and Lyndon giving us the games. We're going to start out with the Kentucky game. So it's settled in. UK is favored by three. I got a couple stats for you. Max Johnson of LSU had 34, 35 more yards on his first drive last week than Will Levis had all day. LSU is allowing more passing yards than anybody in the SEC that are tied for the giving them the most passing TDs. Yeah. All right. So I am going to pick Kentucky to win, but if I were gambling this game, which I would not, I would probably pick LSU because I think these, these teams are relatively even Kentucky may be slightly better. I thought I was getting three and a half and I was just going to outright pick LSU. If I'm only getting three, then I probably would not bet this. But if, I, if you made me pick, I would pick LSU. Now, you people tallying this, this doesn't count. I'm not, we're not picking Kentucky. But if I had to, I would pick LSU. And then the other thing is you're gambling against yourself, so you're happy either way, Drew. Yeah, I definitely would lean more towards LSU if it was three and a half. But I'll take Kentucky just because LSU is so banged up. And they seem to have quit. Um, you know, as we heard on KSR this morning, Coach O is getting prank calls on his call-in show the week of what should be a big game. So what I just, about that call? I mean, I mean, that's that is a brazen call to call in and basically be like, "Hey, you hook up with blonde women." Is is there something I don't know? Like, is that something he's known for doing? No, there's some there's some photos floating around of Coach O with some people that could be his daughter. I see. I didn't realize that. It's hard for me to see Coach O macking on women. But then again, maybe it's just the case that you get a level of fame. It's like that conversation the turkey hunter and I used to have. Is there any celebrity that by being famous, they would get less women? 
and we decided the only one was Howie Schwab. Um, I don't, I, 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 if Orgeron's getting young women, good for him, I guess. That's his girlfriend. Where's that? Is he, is he shirt off? Yeah, they're, they're to bed. Oh my. <laughs> He's got to know better than to let somebody take that picture, right? You, you would think, but that's how the uh, prank call originated. Will you send me that picture just so I have it? I don't, it's, I don't, I don't. Yeah. I don't. It's everywhere. I don't want to be searching on my phone like Orgeron blonde woman. I'd rather just have you send it and then okay. I'll know it. Yeah. Right. Point being, they so, seem to be a mess. So I, I a week ago, I, I would have picked LSU, but I think Kentucky's getting a favorable situation here. It's my situational play as our – Oh, it's, it's the Orgeron – it's blonde Orgeron play of the week. There yes. we go. All right, A. Should the question be Orgeron or Dan Mullen for the week? Like, should that be the, <laughs> the question? No, I think we go now Lemon and Orgeron. Lemon's going to the SEC coaches. He's already beaten Stoops. So now, does Lemon take Orgeron? Register your vote. Lemon, ask the ladies in your life, Lemon or Orgeron. He's already beaten Stoops. I was going to say Mike Leach. He gets Mike Leach next week on the schedule. This week he gets Orgeron. I want to go ahead so, and I want to get the line now for the Lemon versus uh, Mike Leach. I think Ryan covers that, whatever that spread is. I don't think that woman's as young as you do, but that's a different conversation. Uh, she's in her 20s. She's, I think it's his actual girlfriend. Like, it's, she's, there's stories. Oh, he yeah. has a girlfriend. Yeah. How old is Orgeron? Uh, I'm not sure. This is more of Orgeron love life talk than I thought I would well, ever we're getting everybody. He, he is 60 and she is in her 20s. Whoa. Well, there you go. Good for love him. Can build, love can build a bridge, Jay. You know, I won't pick this, but what I, 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 called the, I called KSR today and what I was trying to tell you all is I do think this is a validation game and it's a big validation game. If we mm. can win this game, I think it's really going to say a lot about what happens the rest of the year. There's only two SEC teams that play one ranked team the rest of the year. That is us in Florida. Everybody yeah. else plays several ranked teams. And I'll tell you what, we're going to get into where we're going to be rooting against things. And, and it's going to start this week as we touch on a couple games. So yeah, if we win this week, we start scoreboard watching. I'm not there yet, but we got because we got to win this week. But if we win this week, I do think you start the, okay, talk myself into Houston beating Cincinnati conversations. Like, that's where we get to. But we got to win this week first. I agree. That was a very good point you made about the validation thing. I, I, I meant to talk about that. I will do that tomorrow on the show because I think that's a very good point. So the next game, and I, I think this is a game that's going to affect us a lot throughout the year, and maybe the biggest game – SEC game on the board is Arkansas travels to Ole Miss. The two teams that got blown out last week. Ole Miss is favored by six and a half at the moment. Last week, you know, novice bettors typically bet on the favorite, right? There were more underdog wagers on Arkansas. 90% of the bets on the, the, the Arkansas game last week were for Arkansas. Arkansas six and a half here. What do you guys think? I mean, I'm sorry, Ole Miss six and a half. 
amazing too. Um, I like Ole Miss actually to cover. I think Ole Miss is better than Arkansas. I think Arkansas, you know, was, I mean, the love of Arkansas goes to two things. One, obviously they beat Texas and, and Texas is okay. But I think the big thing was beating Texas A&M. And then Texas A&M falls that off by losing to Mississippi State, who barely beat Louisiana Tech and Memphis. Actually lost to Memphis. So, you know, I think what we found out is Arkansas is just not that good. I mean, that Georgia-Arkansas game, if you watch the Ole Miss game, they got killed, but they had three fourth down and ones that they just didn't convert. That if they convert, that game is closer. There was nothing that was going to make that Arkansas game close. It was just a beatdown. So I actually think Ole Miss is kind of significantly better than Arkansas, and I think they cover. I love this one. I love Ole Miss. Uh, I mean, obviously, as you said, they both got beat up on pretty good last week. But before that game, even though A&M's down, that was just a big, high-level uh, game for Arkansas to play. So that's back-to-back weeks they had to get up. Then they're on the road for now a third straight game, uh, important game, and Ole Miss getting back home. I think that's really going to matter this week after what they both went through last weekend. So I got Ole Miss. I actually hate this game. Overrunner's <laughs> um, 66 and a half. My inclination here would be to tease Arkansas to 12 and a half. But I, I just got a feeling here that Arkansas's defense is going to show up, and I'm going to take the six and a half points here. Well, I hate that. I think that's a horrible pick. Of course, you'll win because I go 50-50. But I, I, I just feel like – I just think Arkansas is slightly fraudulent. Because, again, not all routes are created equal. You know, I mean, think about that Missouri game with us. That could have been a route. And it ended up being a seven-point game. Jo- Arkansas was never in that Georgia game. Ole Miss, even though it's fun to make fun of the popcorn guy in the comment, is they were they could have been in that if they convert those fourth downs. So I really like Ole Miss. Be interesting to see what happens. All right, what's next? Next, we're going to go to Alabama traveling to Texas A&M. You know, at the beginning of the year, everybody circled this game, and I don't think everybody's circling this game right now. Uh, Alabama is a 17-point favorite. And let's remember, Jimbo Fisher signed an extension last year to, through 2031. He's making $9 million a year. It's insane. The one bet that we always give, Drew, that always wins. Again, Alabama first quarter won. I'm betting Alabama first quarter here, minus five and a half. Love it. Love that. This is 17. That's a lot, man. So this was the game all year that Arkansas, or excuse me, Alabama pointed to as the one they were most likely to lose. So they've been pointing to it. Jimbo Fisher saying like they were going to win during the offseason was dumb when they were good. You know, 17 on the road is a lot, but I sort of don't care. I'm taking Alabama again because I think Nick Saban is going to want to make a point to Jimbo and his hair plugs, and I think we're getting Alabama at its best this week, Drew. Yeah, I think the number is a little too high, but in no scenario am I taking Jimbo against Nick Saban when Jimbo is throwing gas on the fire before the season and hasn't done crap since. So I'm definitely putting real-life actual money on the first quarter. Probably not the full game, but I'll take Alabama here for the podcast. I'm with you all. Anytime somebody throws gas on Nick Saban's fire, he remembers it. They will cover this. 
Um, and I'll, I will bet that game. Next game, we have Georgia traveling to Auburn. Matt and Drew, Georgia has only allowed one TD through five games. Do you, do you know who that one TD, who the team was that scored on? It's kind of funny. Vandy? South Carolina. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's Georgia, right. They, 62 to nothing. Never mind. Go ahead. Georgia has outscored opponents in the first quarter 91 to 6 this year. Pretty good. Drew, the first quarter spread here is Georgia minus three and a half. I am parlaying Alabama first quarter with Georgia first quarter. LSU made Bo Nix look like a Heisman candidate. Right now, Georgia is a two touchdown favorite, 14. I like Auburn because I think Georgia is can be sluggish offensively, even though their defense is great. I don't think they can shut Auburn down to nothing. I mean, the one thing about the teams they've played is that they all suck on offense. I mean, the Clemson game was a lot less impressive when Clemson's not been able to score against anybody. Um, but Georgia's got the best defense, but I don't know that they're not, I think Auburn's going to score. I don't think they're going to win and I don't love it. I was actually hoping it was going to be like 17, but if 14 and I got to take one, I'm going to take Auburn at home to cover. I don't think they win, but I think this game will be to quote Lee Corso closer than the experts think. And I will take Auburn. I think this is going to be a good game. I, I believe Georgia is going to have to start your boy Stetson Bennett. So I don't think JT Daniels is playing, which really pushes me even further. Wait, how old JT Daniels looks? What's that? Have you seen how old JT Daniels looks? No, I haven't, I haven't noticed. They showed a picture of him Saturday that I honestly thought was his dad. Like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe it's, I'm crazy, but he's wearing a uniform. So unless his dad got to be on the field, like, I felt like he looked old. But, you know, anyway, go ahead. Well, just it doesn't sound like he'll be playing. Um, Maybe he has arthritis. <laughs> I know it's it's crazy, and I'm not betting this or predicting it. But like Jay was saying earlier, this is where we start looking to get help around places, and it it's not impossible that Auburn could pull the upset here if Stetson Bennett doesn't play well. So I like Auburn to cover, and I'll be keeping a close eye on it in case they keep it real close. Hate to go against you guys, but until somebody can show me they can score in Georgia. I'm not going to bet against them. So but I mean, I'm going to take though, Georgia. They haven't played anybody who can score. I do think that's important. I mean, they haven't played a team yet that shows it can score outside of playing. I mean, they played South Carolina, Vandy, Clemson. None of those teams have scored at all, all year. And then, you know, Arkansas has been all right, but we talked about them a minute ago. So, I mean, I, I still think they're great, Jay, but I do think Auburn's going to score. See, South Carolina travels to Tennessee, Matt. He's just completely dismayed. Well, we'll see. He said that like, I know things you don't, young buck. All right, go ahead. South Carolina travels to Tennessee. Admittedly, I, well, I don't know. I'm going to ask all this. Is Tennessee decent? The spread on this game is Tennessee. It's up to 10 and a half now. Wow, that's a lot. I mean, like, I was ready to take Tennessee – well, first of all, this is a classic, like, they're getting too much credit for last week, right? That's that's part of it. South Carolina isn't good. 
But I don't know that I think Tennessee is 10 and a half better. So I think Tennessee's better than you think. I think Tennessee wins the game. I don't think they win by more than 10 and a half. So I'm going to take South Carolina to cover the 10 and a half, although I still think Tennessee wins. Of all the games on the entire board, this is the one I would stay away from the most because South Carolina is pretty terrible. And Tennessee, I don't know what to make of them. I actually didn't get to watch a minute of that game last week, so I still don't even know how they put up all the points they did. I, I guess I'll take Tennessee just because I think South Carolina is that bad, but I want no part of it with any actual money. But I, I'll take the Vols. I, I kind of agree agree with what Drew just said. I, I don't know what to think of Tennessee yet. I mean, you're starting to get a clear picture on some teams, but Tennessee's not one of them. I think South Carolina's terrible. Um, I'll take Tennessee there, but I don't feel great about it. I think South Carolina's defense is all right. I mean, they're not, uh, you know, we'll see, though. I mean, Tennessee beat Missouri because they just ran it right up the middle and Missouri couldn't do anything. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one, though. I agree with y'all. I wouldn't really bet it. And sure. I, was, What's I, next? Was, I was heavily invested in South Carolina versus Troy last week, and Troy almost cost me. So part of it is I'm still mad at South Carolina. But they covered. So they did, but it was close. Troy, Troy had a chance. Covered, and that's why I think Vegas has a better handle on. I think all of South Carolina's games except Georgia have been within like a couple points of the spread. So I feel like Vegas has a good handle on the on the Gamecocks. So what's next? You just brought up Missouri. North Texas travels to Missouri. Missouri is Missouri's favored by twenty. And listen to this stat on. Um, UT averaged two points per play last week against Missouri. Missouri is averaging giving up 307 yards rushing a game. Georgia's only given up 339 yards rushing for the entire year. Yeah, but and that's all nice, but I don't know anything about North Texas. Are they good? No, they're bad. I, that they're, they're confusing. They're bad. They lost to UAB 46, but they have the 26th ranked rushing attack in the oh, country okay. which scares me yeah that does scare you right i think missouri comes back and pounds on some green one of the things you see in college football is that if you're going to catch a team in a power conference you get them on week one the longer you wait in the season the fewer of those upsets there are there's almost none when they play middle to end of the year so i feel like missouri we want now that missouri's played kentucky they played tennessee they played sc teams they're going to just feast on these North Texas green heads. And I think uh, Missouri will cover. Yeah, Missouri's lost like three out of four. and Everybody's throwing them aside, but their quarterback's still pretty awesome. He's putting up a, right at 300 a game. Their offense has been scoring in these losses. I just don't know how North Texas can stop Missouri. I know Missouri's defense is awful. They need to fire their coordinator if they haven't already. But They I, already did. They did. I think they already Yeah. Yeah, well, in this game, I just think Missouri will be able to put up too many points. Yeah, they fired their defensive line coach this week. And, man, there uh, is going to be some separation because I'm actually going to take North Texas. I don't think they'll win, but, man, 20 points with Missouri's defense. That's a lot of points. Jay, when are you going to learn not to go against me and Drew? I mean, we, we, we show you that we are basically the same as flipping a coin. At some point, you have to understand that you have to go with our flips. Speaking of flips, Vandy of Florida, what a spread, Matt. 
38 and a half. And I mean this, I am betting this. I'm going to bet the under in this game because I don't think Vanny is going to score. The over-under is 59 and a half. Well, but if you're going to – well, you're going to bet the under. I, I mean, the number being at 59 and a half means that Vegas thinks is setting the spread at 38. But there's no way – there's no way Vandy scores 20. So, like, I mean, they, they've got to – they're almost acting like with their over-under that they've underpriced Florida, actually. So I'm taking Florida to cover. I mean, I really am. I, first of all, I think Florida's going to be mad they lost. I think Vandy can't do anything against anybody ever. So, I mean, I would, I never would bet a 38-point spread in real life. But in this game, Drew, if I have to, I'm going to pick Florida. I didn't know the spread when Jay started talking, and I was thinking it doesn't matter what he says. I can't pick Vanderbilt ever. They are embarrassingly bad. He could have said 60, and I'd pick Florida. I'm not, I'm not that confident, but I cannot put anything on Vandy. Yeah, man, we're all going to take Florida here. I'm still going to take the under. And for as down as everybody is on Florida, I'm going to read you their schedule for the rest of the year. They play Vandy. Then they're at LSU, play George at home. Then South Carolina, Samford, Missouri, Florida State. I mean, they could easily end up what? The problem is they have – the problem is they're going to have two losses. They already have two losses. They're going to have three. Right. So, right. You know, they, they, there's just no – I mean, there's just no argument for them. You know, I mean, if they had had two losses and those two losses were to Alabama and Georgia and they played them both close, you could go, well – you know, maybe Florida's better than ever, but like they lost us and they're done now. So like, they're just trying to figure out where they're going to book this citrus bowl team. Like that's all they have. I mean, that's what they're going to, that's what's going to happen to them. They, you know, if they beat Georgia, maybe it's a different conversation, but even then, you know, they have two sec losses. So I just don't know, I guess if they beat Georgia and Georgia were to lose to Auburn, then you could end up with a situation, but I, I just they're done, I think. But I like that under a lot. That's a surprising number. I don't know how the spread is 38 and a half, but the over-under is 59. Because that they can't think Vandy's gonna score 20. So, like one of those numbers is way off. And the question's just which one you think it is. I'm actually you know, trying to pull up what Vanderbilt's team total actually is. Cause if it is that high, I am betting under. So think about that, Jay. I mean, I don't know how they set that at 38 and a half and then have the over under at 59. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. You know, it doesn't make a sense that I checked that number three different times today because I kept thinking that can't be right. There's four games that have a, a lower over under than that game well, in the actually, SEC. Let me do that math again. Okay, yeah. so it's not they expect them to score 20 but they would think that they would score 14 and Vegas would score, or excuse me, Florida would score. Well, that's not even right. 48 to 10 or something like that. But even that, I mean, I just, that's crazy to me. That's, the, the that's, team, a, great, that's a crazy number. The team totals are 48 and a half and nine and a half. Yeah. Okay. So 48 and a half and nine and a half. You'd still go under there. Anyway, that's just a weird number, but go ahead. So we're going to move on to the Big Ten, big game in the Big Ten. Um, I believe it's two top five or 
two top five teams. So Penn State travels to Iowa. Iowa right now is a one and a half point favorite. The yeah. last time that two teams in the Big Ten, besides Michigan or Ohio State, played a game um, of two top five teams was 1962 when it wasn't Ohio State or Michigan. What do we yeah. think here? Yeah, that's a heck of a that's a Penn State's hell a hell of a schedule. I mean, you're gonna play Auburn, Iowa, Ohio State, and Michigan. I mean, that's a pretty good schedule for them. Um, you know, and they beat Wisconsin too on the road, I think. This is a tough man. I, I have no idea. I think it's a good game. I'm just gonna say Penn State because I've seen them beat good teams, and so far I was only beating Iowa State. Um so it's a tough environment, but I'm going to take Penn State. Uh, the, the spread really doesn't matter since it's one and a half, so I'm going to take Penn State. I actually like Penn State a lot here. I had it circled before we started the show. Uh, both these teams have good defenses. Everyone knows about Iowa's defense, but Penn State's defense doesn't really get enough credit. And then Iowa doesn't have an offense, and Penn State does. And that's really the only way I'm looking at it is that I think Penn State has the better offense, and the two defenses are pretty comparable. So I got I got Penn State winning it. I, I was going to say exactly what Drew said. I think that what stands out here is Penn State at least has an offense. Um, I haven't seen much of Iowa's offense. Um, you know what's crazy? Penn State started last year 0-5. So to turn around and start off 5-0 this year, I do want y'all to guess the over/under in this game. Twelve. No, uh, isn't it like thirty-nine? It's forty-one and a half. Yeah. Well. So ne- Go ahead. Next, next game we have the Red River rivalry, Oklahoma, Texas. Um, if you remember, last year's game was um. Four overtimes this game. It was 53-45. Oklahoma's favored by three and a half. By the way, I want to use this as a chance when I think of Texas, I think of Bomani, to congratulate my guy Bomani on his new HBO show. So Bomani is going to be hosting a late-night show on HBO. And here, I've known about this for a couple weeks, and I couldn't say it. And Drew... I'm not going to talk about this much tomorrow because we're going to be at Lemons Mill, but I just have to say to you, it was going to be hosted by Keegan of Keegan and of Keegan Peel or whatever the heck his name is. And he backed out and they put in Bomani. Yeah, this is the first I've heard of that. That's a huge opportunity for Bomani. I'm kind of shocked, really. No offense to Bomani. Basically told him they want him to be the John Oliver of sports. Well, I'm excited. So, I'm to follow. Hope it goes well. Love Bomani. Here's what's the coolest thing about it to me. I've known Bomani now for almost 15 years. I met him like right when we started KSR. You remember when we had breakfast with him that one time through? He yeah. was in Durham. He was so awkward back then. Like he almost couldn't look us in the eye. You remember that? Oh, definitely. I remember it well. Yeah, I mean, we took him, Jay, we took him out to uh, like a breakfast spot there and, and I'd never met him before. And we met him and he was so awkward. Like it was almost like he felt, it's, it's hard to describe. Like it was like he was like a kid. He just seemed so like socially awkward. Now I see him in New York a lot and he's not like that. But 
I, from the first time I met him, he said that his dream in life was to host a show on HBO. And I just think it's really cool that like when somebody really has like one singular goal, I want to do that. And then it happens. I just think that's really cool. So I'm really happy for him. I'm really proud of him. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what's the name? Do you know? Is there a name? I think it's called like the HBO Bomani Show. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good title. Maybe they'll get a better name. I, I, it has a name. Let me see. Hang on, because I uh, I want to make sure I want to give the name because it's a good name. I'm sure it's uh, it's called Game Theory with Bomani Jones. I'll definitely be tuning in. That's better than the HBO Bomani Show. But anyway, um, so sorry. I, I just wanted to give a shout out to my guy. Uh, all right, so I'm sorry. Texas, Oklahoma. What's the spread again, Jay? Oklahoma's favored by three and a half. Yeah, I like Oklahoma big in this. I don't know why you would bet Texas here. Um, you know, I mean, Texas lost to Arkansas. Oklahoma's decent. Give me Oklahoma. I always bet Oklahoma in this game. I know I think Texas won last year, but I will always bet Oklahoma in this game. I feel like I've done every pick you have. And because I'm going second, it looks like I'm copying. I want to show you all. I've circled all these games before we started what I like. What Here's I like. what people don't know. I actually spied on your phone and, and stole yours before okay. I started. I mean, I really think we've gone step for step here. But <laughs> I just – Oklahoma's been pretty disappointing. It was crazy to see Spencer Rattler get booed a few weeks ago. But I think – Texas is pretty vulnerable to giving up a lot of points, and this might be a game where Oklahoma finally figures it out. Lincoln Riley gets a lot on that scoreboard, so I'll go Oklahoma. Yeah, this is such a big game for Sarkeesian, but I, I I do kind of agree with you all. So last year, in the actually, Matt, Oklahoma won in four OTs last year, and actually in that game, Spencer Radler got benched halfway through the game. I think Spencer Radler redeems himself. So I'm going to go with Oklahoma as well. Rattler. Um, all right. So let's take a little halftime break here to talk about uh, my bookie. My bookie.ag is the dot ag is the way to bet on games. Let's say you want, you want to sit home. You want to do the Jay and Linden. Uh, he picks lemon over stoops parlay. Well, then what you do is you take first quarter, Georgia, first quarter, Alabama, sprinkle in a little Ryan Lemon shirtless and you got it. And that's, you can do that at mybookie.ag. Use promo code KSR. Free money. Is it? Free money. That. Promo code free money. And they'll double your money up to $250. Put in $250, you get $250. Now let me say to you all again, I feel like it's common sense, but people keep asking me who do it. You don't get, you, you don't just get the money back. You can't just like, you can't put in $250 and then just take the $250 they give you. That would be a bad business plan. You have to at least bet once the $250 they give you, just so you know. So people, just so you understand, people keep asking me, why can't I just take the money out? Because that would be the dumbest business that ever existed. So they don't do that. But mybookie.ag, sign up, use free money gamble online the, the the legislature in kentucky is not going to be happy with you but you don't like them either if you want to look at somebody drew look at go on twitter or google excuse me and google senator shickle kentucky okay this is one of the people that that's against gambling s-c-h-i-c-k-e-l i think is his name i want you to look at senator shickle 
All right. Yeah, I, I would have guessed uh, just photo only, not not a big exactly. fan of gambling. When you look at Senator Schickel, you say that's why you can't gamble is because of people like Schickel the Pickle. And so here's the thing. When you're gambling and with mybookie.ag, Senator Schickel's pickle is not going to be happy about it. But you can still be happy winning the money. Where does it say he's from? Just so I know. I always forget. We pull it back Let's up. Let's go here. Senator Boone. Sh Boone County. See, Boone County, I don't even understand that. Like, Boone County's becoming, like, progressive, and they still got Shickle and his pickle out there keeping us from gambling. Not that that has anything to do with mybookie.ag, but I'm just telling as you do it, no, you're doing it uh, for the Lord. It's mybookie.ag. The promo code is free money, and they'll double your money. What are you laughing at, Drew? I think we need um... – since we're able, since my bookie is so kind to give us a platform or a space to gamble around Shickle, every week we should give the Shickle Pickle play uh, that we'll bet on mybookie.ag. I like it. I'll tell you what, whatever the next game Jay picks is, will be our Shickle Pickle play, and uh, we'll get it out there, and that's that's the one you pick. So anyway, mybookie.ag, the promo code is free money. Um so there you go. Now that's the other—that's exactly what they wrote in the copy for you to read. Well, that's what, hey, that ad read was so good. They should just send it to other podcasts and tell them to play it. You know what I mean? So like they're like if they do a podcast in Seattle, rather than have the regular host do it, just send that one, and I think it'll work really well, don't you, Drew? Yeah, I'm sure you would even volunteer that. They, you don't need any any royalties. So you don't. Have, I tell you what, my bookie—that's for you. Consider that one on the house. Um, so, all right, Louisville Restaurant of the Week. Jay, uh, you, you last week came with the very intriguing vinaigrette, which a lot of people had never heard of. We're sort of baffled that there could be a salad place in Louisville. But is there another one you have this week? Yeah, and, you know, before I just want to give a shout-out, uh, Tuesday was mine and my wife's 25th wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations. And guess where we went? No, you did not go to Vinaigrette. No, we went to Lee's. <laughs> Lee's famous recipe? No, the Korean place. Oh. <laughs> and I wanted to tell you an update, Matt, because this is big. You know how you talked about the four sides? Yes. They give you six at dinner. It's crazy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dude, were there people in there at dinner? Like, I would think that's a, like nobody is around there at night, are they? It, right. It's it's weird. But there it was. It was it was full. That's amazing to me because nobody lives over there. Like, I don't I, I'm sort of surprised. Good for them. It's good food. Uh, I, I like the idea, though, it's 25th anniversary. And you go to Lee's famous recipe because it is or vinaigrette or combo like a little yeah it's, your, it's our anniversary honey let's double dip um what do you got do you want a burger or do you want mexican i want something local or at least what you think local is that's what i that's all right. what I'm, all right i i got it so there's a place on westport road and matt i'm telling you you're gonna like this because this is right up to it's called la rosita it's only open for lunch okay La La Rosita. yeah and, it, and dude it's good it's all like it is authentic mexican okay so it's like side of the road mexican no 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 it's it's i mean it's it's a it's a restaurant but the 
I mean, you, you just you'll know it's good because there will be more Mexican people in there. Yeah. Than, than, I mean, that's well, how you know. Road is like in Mexico, they sell food on the side of the road that's amazing. And it's like corn tortillas. The way I always judge a Mexican restaurant, Drew, is if you have corn tortillas as your like normal tortilla, then that means you're real Mexican. And not many, not many places do that. Does La Rosita do that? They do. Yeah, so that's how you know, Drew. I, I'm going to try this place out. I, I can't get enough authentic Mexican food and corn tortillas. I'm in for La Rosita. Sounds good. I like that. And maybe on the way home, I'll stop at Vinaigrette just to stay local. Stay local. You know, I understand. All right, so what's next? I've taken so much flack over Vinaigrette. Next no, is the shit. Don't get me wrong. I think Vinaigrette is great. I just don't think it's necessarily local. All right, you know what is local, though? The Shickle Pickle Pick. And I actually am going to bet this game, the Shickle Pickle game is going to be Virginia traveling to the University of Louisville. Mm. Louisville is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under, 69-and-a-half. Boy, that's a high over-under. Good night. Um, if you're going to shickle my pickle, then I'm going to have to do it with the with – the, with the team that knows more about their pickles than anybody, which is Louisville. Uh, I've bet on Louisville quite a bit. I've been very successful with it so far. I think Louisville still is better than people realize. Um, and they're home. And I think they're going to win this game as well. So for my shickle pickle pick of the week, I'm going with Louisville, Drew. I think it's very messed up that Jay would pick a game in Kentucky where we can't gamble in, in Shickle's world to, to be the Shickle Pickle play of the game. I'm going to go Louisville too, though. Last week, I finally, I've been betting against them. Last week, I bet on them and made money. So I'm just going to dip my toe back in that water one more week and, and see if it's still there. So I'll go with Louisville. I'm going to throw some statistics Charles way here. And I feel strongly about this game. Virginia averages 398 yards passing, which is best in the ACC. Their quarterback's thrown 14 passing TDs. L's given up more passing yards than any ACC team. I'm going Virginia. I hope that I hope the quarterback just throws bombs the whole game and beats them by 70. I'm taking Virginia. But I, you can give me all the stats you want. The only stat that matters to me Shickles pickle and Shickles pickle is pointed towards Louisville. <laughs> I'm glad Jay brought up uh, Virginia's offense, though. I actually like that over. I know we don't do the totals in our, our game here, but I like the over more than anything. Well, that's a lot of points. All right, 69. Uh, what a perfect spread for the Shickles pickle. <laughs> should, we add, should we add Shickle into the lemon Ogeron deal? Oh, he ain't getting anybody. <laughs> Nobody's picking Shickle. Come on now. Are you kidding me? Tell me Shickle doesn't look like a televangelist. Well, actually, I think we have to do Stoops is in the loser's bracket. I think it's Stoops versus Shickle. Oh, is it Stoops? <laughs> yeah. All right, I like that. Let's play. That's that's the, So the two games in the winner's bracket is Lemon Orgeron, and the loser's bracket is Stoops Shickle. Stoops Shickle loser leave town match. <laughs> loser leaves down wow and then the loser i'm trying to think who i'll put the loser against the loser's gonna have to uh gonna have to they gotta get somebody next week i don't know who it's gonna be damon thayer 
Damon Thayer. Wow, I like that. All right, the Stoop Shickle loser gets Damon Thayer. The Stoop Shickle winner gets um, Steve Bashir. <laughs> <laughs> Not Andy, but Steve. I like Steve. I like Steve too, but he's he's getting up there. All right, what's next? I don't know. No. Um, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh won his first game as an underdog last week against Wisconsin. Wisconsin travels to Nebraska. Is that right? First game he's ever won as an underdog? That's an amazing stat, but go ahead. Michigan's a three-and-a-half-point favorite traveling yeah, to Nebraska. I like Michigan big in this one, although I did see – the Bear and Stanford Steve on ESPN both have Nebraska as their play of the week. But I still – I you ain't going to get me to bet on Nebraska. You know, they, they are officially my enemy as a state and as a unit. Um, so I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to take Harbaugh. I think they're for real this year. I think they probably still lose to Ohio State and Penn State, but they'll win this game. I'm going to take Michigan. Uh, this, this number has been back and forth on the three and three and a half. What did you say we're going by? Three and a half. Three and a half. That almost pushes me to the Cornhuskers getting beat on a field goal. I'll still go Michigan. I had Michigan money line last week. That worked out. Uh, they seem to finally have a year that uh, Michigan fans could be proud of up there so far. So I'll, I'll go Michigan to stay hot. And what would you say, Matt? I'm going to go with the Bear. Um, I'm going to go with Nebraska. They've been playing better. I, I just don't know how good Michigan really is, but. We'll see. It feels like Jay and Linda, Lyndon is trying to do through the smarty pants plays this week. Like the, oh, I did research. Oh, I studied stats. Oh, I listened to experts. Whereas you and I are just like, Michigan, woohoo! And then like go through that. So I don't, we'll see which one works. Is it the yeehaw or is it the nerdy gambler? So far, it's been uh, pretty even every week. So we got a good system going here. <laughs> so far, basically flipping coins is the way to go. All right, what's next? You want another college game? One more college, then we'll do some pro. Do you want to do, Matt, I'll let you pick here. Do you want to do Notre Dame traveling to Virginia Tech or Maryland traveling to Ohio State? Uh, give me Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. This actually started off as Notre Dame favored by two. At the moment, Virginia Tech's favored by half a point. Yeah, I love Notre Dame here. I'm glad to hear that. I actually thought it'd be Notre Dame by five and a half or six. It's an overreaction game. Notre Dame hasn't looked great. Neither is Virginia Tech. This might be the first time Notre Dame's ever played at Virginia Tech, so it'll probably be a good atmosphere, but I'm still – I'm taking Notre Dame uh, to get this victory and, and sort of remain moderately relevant. I like Notre Dame, but I'm tired literally every single game saying the same thing. So I think I'm just going to go Virginia Tech to be different. Yeah, you're you – know, so you, you're just trying to be – you don't want to keep agreeing with me. I understand. Well, just, well, because that's... I'm going second, it's a much worse look for me uh, yeah. than I'm just riding your picks. Well, okay for you to admit you just want to copy my you plays like i'm going notre dame nobody's gonna hate you for the fact that ultimately you're just doing what i say go ahead jay you know drew i'm not gonna cave to the mac jones peer pressure um <laughs> i don't think notre dame's that good they have a cube their their 
QB dilemma. They have a QB dilemma right now. I thought it was Virginia Tech. I actually want to see the game just to see how cool it is at the beginning of the game. I'm taking Virginia Tech. You have disagreed with us a lot. So like, this has a potential to be a, a sort of era-defining week here on uh, the Free Money Podcast because we've had got at least six or seven disagreements. Still like it up on you. Yeah, well, that's all right. You just, but we all agreed on. No, you actually, you didn't even agree with us on Shickle's pickle. So you know, that's fine. All right, let's do some NFL. Matt, here's a stat for you for uh, your Sunday NFL show. The road teams are 33 and 31. If you listen to, did you all watch the Chargers Raiders Monday night game? Uh, I mean, it was on. You, you could not tell who the home team was. I mean, whenever something yeah. would happen with either team. Hey, it, it, I do a segment every week on my uh, ESPN show that says, if you're a Chargers fan, call. And the gimmick is no one calls. Actually, we do get calls, but I just refuse to answer them and be like, there's not a Chargers fan in the world. So, I, you know, before we uh, – I'll give you the first game because you're all going to be at KS Bar tonight, right, watching the game? I'll be there. I don't know if Drew will. Okay. I do, before I give you the spread, I do want to, in your NFL show, can you work in the phrase shickle pickle at some point? That's going to be tough. They don't like me to refer to genitalia regularly on, uh, on, on ESPN radio. I mean, I'm sure they don't mind occasionally, but I'm just worried. I don't want it to stick, which is what everybody says about shickles pickle. <laughs> what about the shickle tickle? Leave the genitalia out of it. <laughs> that's fine everybody's good with that <laughs> so tonight the rams travels to seattle the rams are a one and a half point favorite by the way i've decided i get stupider every year like I, the things that make me laugh get dumber every single year i thought about that when i was watching life and times of tim and just cracking up hysterically at the, these dumb dumb things anyway uh i like the rams here I think this is a classic uh, overreaction because the uh, Seahawks upset the 49ers and because the Rams looked bad. These two teams, when they play, the game's always really good. I think it's a really good Thursday night game, actually. But I'm going to take uh, the Rams. I'm excited to watch this one, but I, I'm pretty confident in the Rams. I've loved the Rams all year. I lost in that game where they lost to the Bucks, but that didn't change my opinion whatsoever. So I'm, uh, I'm going Rams here. And if the Freaking Tennessee Titans can go to Seattle and win. The Rams can go to Seattle and win. The Legion of Boom is not there anymore. I 100% agree. This is my four-star NFL game of the week. Wow. Take the Rams minus one and a half. I, I really like the, the Rams here. Four stars here, folks. Four from Jay and Linda. Next Before we move on to the weekend, I want to throw you all, if you're hearing this, get on a little Houston versus Tulane tonight. Yeah, do that, please. <laughs> All right, what's next? Next, you probably want to thought this. It's two division leaders. Green Bay Packers travel to Cincinnati. The Packers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Love the Packers here. I think the Bengals are a nice story, but if you look at the way they've won, you could argue they could easily be one and three. Uh, they lost to the Bears, and it was sort of embarrassing how they played. I think Green Bay is still not getting the respect they deserve from Vegas because of the first game 
I love Green Bay to cover here. Love Green Bay too. I mean, the Bengals needed a miracle almost to beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville's terrible. That shouldn't have been a game from the beginning. Uh, I don't like the Bengals at all. So uh, I like the Packers here. And the only game the Bengals should have won, oddly, is the one at Pittsburgh. The other games they easily – they could have lost to three of the worst teams in the NFL and then win at Pittsburgh. That's a weird team. Although I do like Joe Burrow long term. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah, if you throw out the Packers' first game, they've looked pretty good after that. Um, I'm going to agree with you guys here, and I'm going to take Green Bay as well. All right, let's do three more. Probably the biggest NFL game of the week, Buffalo traveling to Kansas City. Kansas City at home is a three-point favorite, but, man, they need to win this game, Matt. Yeah, they got to win. That's I think Buffalo may be as good as Kansas City, but Kansas City's got to win. That crowd's going to be uh, up and, you know, going crazy. The funny thing is Drew Franklin and I have actually attended a Buffalo at Kansas City game before. So we were there the last time these two Titans met up. And uh, it was very exciting. So give me Kansas City to cover. I made a lot of money that day on our uh... <laughs> on the uh, what daily fantasy thing. You Drew Jay only picks the players we were watching in daily fantasy. He literally only picked Bills and Chiefs, and the final score was like 45-42, and he ended up winning the whole thing. We made a lot of money. Yeah, I had like the third string tight end as one of my starters, and he got multiple touchdowns in a snowstorm. Great time. I'm with yeah, you. That was a fun time. Chiefs, Chiefs have to win. I, I can't believe it's been the way it has so far. I can't imagine them drop another one. There's no way they overlook this game or don't show up. Mahomes is going to get his, and they're going to win this one and cover the spread. I think that was on the last time we went to Vegas, right? Isn't that the last? Uh... We've done so many cross-country trips. They sometimes run I together. But yeah, the I last so. time, I think that's when we went to Vegas last time we stopped uh, for that. But go ahead, Jay. The Bills and their three victories have averaged a 32-point win margin. The Chiefs are second to last in the NFL in points allowed. This is the highest over-under on the board, 57. I agree with both of you, though. Kansas City has to win this game. I'm going to go with Kansas City. All right, what's next? Cleveland Browns travel to the upstart L.A. Chargers. This game actually started at four and a half, and it's now a pick them. Four and a half for who? The Browns or the Chargers? The Browns started off as favorites. Oh, man, I love it. If you're giving me the Browns even money, I'll take it. I mean, as we talked about, the Chargers don't have any fans. And this feels like, you know, Cleveland, this feels like they're, they're a weirdly Browns fan everywhere. They're not as many as, like, Steelers and Cowboys. There's a lot. I bet it's half. Browns fans there so uh if I'm I can't believe that's a pick I'm give me Cleveland I like that a lot actually I like Cleveland too just because they're the more complete team but I, I'm not very confident in it because Herbert's looked really really good in year two um heck they're one of the teams that handed the Chiefs a loss but I still just think the Browns have finally figured it out and I think they'll win and cover you know it, the quarterback rating right now Herbert is ranked 11th, Baker Mayfield's 26. Really, Cleveland's D has been carrying them to this point. Man, I like the Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers here. Yeah, that's a horrible pick, but, you know, you're allowed to do that. Um, all right, final one. Final one. Philadelphia Eagles travel to the Carolina Panthers. 
Sam Darnold leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns, which is insane. Carolina's favored by four here. You know, I actually uh, picked up Sam Darnold on my fantasy team, which is a phrase I never thought I would ever say in my life. But he's like, been awesome this year i'm gonna take philadelphia these are the kind of games that don't make any sense the nfl is full of them there's about five teams that no matter what you think is going to happen the opposite happens i think carolina and philadelphia are actually two of those so even though i think carolina is better if i'm getting four and i get the eagles who could easily win i'm going to take uh, philly uh to 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 cover i finally disagree with you I think the Panthers are really good. They just ran into a buzzsaw in the Dallas Cowboys last week. Ain't that right, Jay? But uh, some of their other wins aren't as impressive, even though they are, what, three and one. But uh, I'll go with the Panthers here to cover on the road. Or they're at home. Excuse me, Panthers to cover. Drew, I hate to disagree with you after you pumped up the Cowboys, but I do kind of agree with what Matt says. And from I think this is the perfect NFL game to tease. Philadelphia plus 10. I'm going to find something to put that with. I'm going to take Philadelphia. Yeah, Jalen Hurts has quietly been pretty good, actually. Um, I mean, I don't – people don't think he's that good, and but he's actually not been bad at all. I mean, they've had a really hard schedule. You know, they played the Cowboys. They played the Chiefs. Um, I think they're – I think they're surprisingly okay. So, that's why I'm going – because I think their coach is a madman. So, the fact that they're even – decent is kind of surprising to me but well that was a lot of fun fellas we got the uh, first ever shickles pickle on here and if you continue to listen to free money podcast we will take state legislators and compare them to mark stoops for the rest of the you know for the rest of the uh the podcast mark stoops versus your kentucky state representatives in a who is hotter contest it's not something a lot of people force saw but you never know what you're going to get Drew. and i like adding a bet dedicated to our legislators against gambling because if we do well maybe that will show them the money-making potential here in this state that can go to such great things so we'll continue that too hopefully the first shickles pickle goes well and we're all tickled so be ready whitney westerfield next week we will be we will have you uh ready and in in, in a pick uh coming soon well uh, jay thank you as always and Matt, I'll give you an update next week on how much gambling revenue Indiana is taking in to Kentucky's zero. The, the, what's funny is the two states that are taking in the most money vis-a-vis their population, so like are getting like a disproportionate amount of money, you know what they are? Indiana and Tennessee. Indiana and Tennessee. Those are the two. It's insane. It's literally Indiana and Tennessee. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, all right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you. <laughs>